Are we all ready to clap? <laughs> yes, can we finally fucking clap, please? Sure. Nope. Okay. One, two, three, clap. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our podcast, Tales from the Table. Wait, I'm not recording yet. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ. I've been recording this whole time, so I'm at like 20 minutes now. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, guys. At least I have uh, content for the opener. Welcome back to our podcast, Tales from the Table. I'm Cloud, the dungeon master and creator of this adventure, and around our virtual table we have... Athanasius. Flower. And Caden. All right, you guys. Previously on our podcast, uh, Antonia performed a geomancy ritual on the party's behalf using powers she gained in the Calamity to try to get some insight into the dangers facing them. Flower inquired about how to save his home, Caden about where to find his uncle, and Athanasius about the origins of the strange and sinister crystals embedded in the skin of their Minotaur prisoner. Flower then gave a serpent folk funeral to the halfling man he had killed in Soloon, cremating him on a funeral pyre, which he lit inside of Gallimaufry, which, though magical, is also made of wood and full of combustible materials. Flower avoided setting the mansion ablaze with assistance from Athanasius, but still thoroughly ruined the conservatory. Are our heroes about to be evicted? With so many plot hooks dangling, where will they go next? And will they remember to pack a lunch? Find out right now. Absolutely we will, if I have anything to say about it. I mean, we're going to have cookies at, at minimum. I don't know if you're going to get a good lunch from the house after you lit the conservatory on fire. Oh, I'll say oh, some sweet things to smooth it over. No, it's it's <laughs> Athen put it out. It's smoldering. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's, it's not actively now. on fire anymore. Anymore. Just anymore. That's the yeah. That's the crucial term. It's not on fire anymore. Okay. So yeah, I'm doing some cleanup in the conservatory. What's um everyone else up to? Well, I was drawing around in my boots. Yep. So. Uh... He was going to do something. I remember I had something in mind, but I don't remember anymore. So <laughs> You have to go like start retracing your steps because you're like, oh, I was going to do something, but Yeah, wait. that's what Caden's actually doing. He's actually retracing his steps. Trying to figure out what it was that he was going to do. He remembers he forgot something. Okay, Caden, as you uh, continue to jog around the mansion. I'm not um, jogging. You definitely... I am walking with my head at the ground. <laughs> retracing my job kind okay as you are are you like walking with like your head bent over and like my, touching my the ground hand, like, no my hand's like on my chin I'm walking normally but I'm looking at the ground oh oh okay okay cool cool I'm not like a hound dog with my nose to the ground <laughs> well I what you described at I'm first a, sounded adult, like a weird I'm cartoon I may be small but I'm an adult we established this last episode <laughs> I know, but you just said that in in a weird way. Okay. So as you walk through the mansion, uh, you definitely smell smoke. Uh, It smells like something's burning. 
And uh, as you walk past a door uh, that you had walked past previously, you see uh, Raya stick her head out, uh, and she notices you. Uh, hey, uh, do you smell smoke? Uh, it smells like something's burning. Are uh, you okay? Is everything okay? Yeah, I smell it too. I I didn't I didn't do anything. I don't... Did you light something on fire? Not me. Not me. All right. Maybe she's like looking up and down the hallway. She looks kind of concerned, and you see her walk off in the opposite direction. I mentioned to her, you know, if somebody did light a fire, they should probably be more careful when they're lighting fires indoors. Well, I would hope so. I mean, you're not really supposed to light fires indoors. I mean, unless it's in a fireplace or something. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It seems like something could be going wrong. I gotta go check on it. Listen, all I'm gonna say is one of us is a sorcerer. I I adore this. To, by all means, try to pin it on Caden. Uh, that, that amuses me. I don't even fucking have sacred flames, so. It's true. Uh, Flower, what are you doing in the conservatory? Um, I believe I stepped out last time, so I see Athanasius at the door, and I'm like, I wish we could open some windows or something, but yeah, the funeral is, is over. I don't know what to to do now. Well, we should probably apologize to the house. That's it's probably not happy at us, and it is also <sighs> our point. food source. I wasn't mm, thinking about that. I'll put my hand like on the um door and be like, "I'm really sorry about this. We'll we'll clean you up. We'll get you back to normal." The smoke will dissipate quickly. It's okay. We'll get Caden to gust some wind around. Should I roll something? Yeah, like roll roll a persuasion check. Twenty-four. <laughs> God damn paladins. paladins. Fucking paladins. <laughs> you you get a, this sense from the house uh of sort of a a grudging, sort of standoffish, but like tending towards acceptance but just for you because it likes you so much <laughs> okay and don't do it again nope and and fix all the burned places i will and i don't intend to be having any more of these um i'll go back into the conservatory and just start cleaning up <laughs> okay how <laughs> um spread dirt <laughs> asking um i'm not really a carpenter but no you no know, i can ask for a rug to cover up the burn spot yeah tend, i'll tend to the plants mm. and make sure that they're okay with the the smoke okay yeah you can you can probably uh uh do something with the plants um <laughs> yeah i'm sure there's like a huge like burned charred patch on the floor and also i'm sure the ceiling above where you lit the fire is like blackened and probably burned also i'll get that i'll get that fixed up i don't have the time right now but when i do i will okay are you are you actually trying to get a rug yes (laughs) okay roll for it again i want a nice like earthy sort of fibery rug that fits Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. aesthetic Mm -hmm. um 18 uh, but it's probably, I mean, it was a pyre for a halfling. Uh, the rug you get 
is uh first of all it's it's not really what you were asking for it's like a nice like sumptuous like turkish rug which like fits with the rest of the house's decor um because it's that sort of like very posh victorian looking uh mansion style with all the dark wood paneling um and the rug that it gives you is very nice uh but (laughs) probably not quite big enough to cover like there's probably still like a couple like burned ish patches sticking out from underneath it and uh then there's still the ceiling too unfortunately and there's a lot of smoke like you if you stop to think about it you're like well Fresh air must be coming from somewhere into the house because otherwise everyone here would just suffocate. But at the same time, like, you're pretty sure that's something magic going on and you're not quite sure how it works. Because, like, there's definitely not, like, a ventilation system and you definitely can't open the windows because they open into the void. So that that's not going to work. And um, so, yeah, you're not quite sure how to, like, dissipate the smoke properly and there is a lot of smoke because it didn't really have anywhere to go there wasn't like a chimney or anything like that so i place my hands down on these charred floorboards um they used to be uh living plant matter and um i want to attempt to channel divinity my my other one (laughs) the one where i can uh double the plant life um sure 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 five foot radius of uh, sphere and I want to yeah okay undo some of the, the the charring and you know maybe grow some floorboards back to life okay yeah um you uh put your hands is it big hands or mini hands or it's both? The, the little hands the little hands the are the, little, ma- the magic hands, hands. little hands oh <laughs> so the magic hands yeah I love it big hands are for fighting little hands are for magic Ooh. okay Okay, yeah, you uh, uh, lean over and you put your your little hands uh, against these charred floorboards, thinking the rug might not cut it all the way. And uh, you you reach out to that sense that that sometimes you get when um, uh, your newfound powers surge up inside you, that, that sense of calling and belonging to the earth. You reach out almost trying to remind these boards of, of what they used to be a, a long time ago, um, that they were living wood that was rooted in the ground, that grew with water and sap and uh, was out in the sunlight uh, and part of a living tree. And as you do that, sure enough, the boards um, uh, are no longer charred, uh, You, uh, but uh, they don't turn back into ordinary <laughs> floorboards. Um, you see suddenly sap, living sap, start to run through uh, the, the, the grain of these boards, and they ripple and buckle, and suddenly, uh, how, how big a section of floor can you affect? A uh, five-foot radius sphere. So... Okay, so... Ten feet. Ten yeah. Meter. Ten feet, yeah. That would definitely cover the whole area. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, a halfling dude is only like... Oh, the whole area. I thought you meant the whole room. The, the whole Oh, no, not the whole room. Area. The whole burned area. Right. That would definitely cover it. Um, it is now, instead of being charred, um, the floorboards sort of ripple and buckle, and 
uh, and start to grow and expand into what looks kind of like a knotted mass of branches and tree trunks. Um, it's definitely not flat. It's super bumpy. There's like little twigs with some leaves sticking out a bunch of places. Um, uh, bark <laughs> here and there. Um, it's not burned anymore. Flower's actually very happy with this. Um, I'll smile a little bit and be like, that's, that's better. What do you do with the rug? <laughs> um, I roll that up and, uh, take it back out with me. Um, meet up with Athanasius and I'm like, well, I've got, um, this. I did a new, a new magic thing. Um, but we can't focus on that. We have to, uh, get prepared for, uh, for our, our next journey. I mean, a new magic thing, that's a big deal. What did you do? Um, I made the floorboards come back to life. And as you say that, you hear the sound of running footsteps and uh, coming up the uh, stairs at the end of the hallway, uh, you see emerge into view uh, not only Raya, but Antonia and Gilbert as well. Uh, they've uh -oh. all smelled smoke and uh, they're coming to investigate. Uh, the I mean, I would assume the room and the hallway are still pretty smoky. Yeah. Um, so they've they've followed the smoke back to its source. Did Caden go with with them or no? Nope. He was trying to retrace his footsteps. Remember? Okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I uh, Antonia and Gilbert start sort of like hacking and coughing immediately in this thick smoke. Antonia sort of like holds up um like uh part of her you know shirt to you know cover her mouth and nose I start a little waving bit. the rug around to try to dissipate the smoke. I'm not sure if that makes it better or worse. <laughs> uh, Raya doesn't seem to be having quite as much trouble, though. Hey, uh, are you guys okay? Oh my god, is fire! Fire! It's she yelling with her hands out, cupped around her out. mouth. The fire is gone. What the hell happened? We had a funeral. A funeral. Yeah. In the house? Yep. Yeah. We apologized. It's okay. Everything's alright. It'll just take a while for the smoke to dissipate. The three of them are standing there with their mouths just sort of hanging open at the fact that you lit the house on fire. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Gilbert sort of looks at you and is like, um... Were you going to apologize to the person who owns the house? I I'm sorry, Gilbert. I, um, not in- Why did you do this thing? I had to do something. I, I killed someone today for the first time in my life, and I couldn't just let that, let that, <laughs> and I start- crying a little bit oh well, half and hugs you <laughs> oh <laughs> antonia has sort of um s sidestepped around to actually take a look into the room itself uh, as much as she can through the smoke um and is uh looking at the the floorboards <sighs> flower i <sighs> i wish you hadn't done this but what exactly did you do? Um, whew. 
a funeral pyre. And then I grew back the floorboards that I burnt. I didn't know I could do that either. Interesting. Well, at least the house isn't currently in danger of going up in flames. I'm not even sure how that would work, considering none of us really know how this works. All right, you two, um, clear out for now, okay? Just, just go. Yeah. Let's go to the, the kitchen, get some supplies. I nod. Okay, Caden, what are you doing? <laughs> are you eating a donut? What are you doing? I uh I gave up on my uh I gave up on my uh retracing of my steps. And I am definitely eating a pastry. And cool. brewing some tea. Where'd you get the pastry from? The house. Well you gotta roll for that, my you friend. You know you gotta roll for that. That's true, roll for it. I wanna know what kind of pastry you got. It's not a good pastry. No. Wait, I am lucky. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Are you yeah. gonna use? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! He's a halfling, though. He doesn't have limited luck points. Um, do I add anything? Persuasion. Yeah, it's your. Pers- it's a persuasion roll. Oh, that's nice. Uh, that's a modded twenty. Hey, oh, okay. So yeah. goddamn okay. lucky. <laughs> There was a possible universe in which you got a really shitty pastry, but that was like all burned and stuff. It but, was uh, burned. Because, because you're a halfling, upset. somehow you always end up in the best of all possible worlds, and uh, your pastry is delicious. It's fine. It's this got is jelly. The, not the worst timeline. It's a cream-filled nope. Bismarck. I said jelly, but okay, could be cream. Whatever. Yo, the jelly cream swirl. Shit. Mm. All right, we're not spending the whole session talking about donuts. All right. We're talking about pastries, though. Donuts are pastries. Mm. Listeners, back me up on this. Donuts are a type of pastry. Okay, okay moving on. Are moving on. Donuts. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no. Whoa. <laughs> In my opinion, donuts are not no. pastry because, like cake, they are made from a batter and not a paste. What? That's the stupidest bullshit I've ever heard. I could go along with uh, filled donuts being pastries. But donuts but, without filling, I would argue, are not pastries. But, but... I but the only difference between a donut pastries. and a Dessert filled donut is that you squirted some filling into it. It is a fried dough confection, not a pastry. That's some the bullshit. fuck is a pastry, then? This is all staying in. <laughs> Are croissants pastries? Because you think like a pastry shop and they don't have donuts, you're like, what the hell? Right? Croissants pastries. (laughs) Why don't you look at the definition of pastry? People tune into this podcast for the real questions in life. Mm -hmm. They belong to the Viennoiser or pastry category of baked goods. Along with brioche, so yes, that's dumb as fuck. Nope, nope. We nope. need to change the definition of pastry to include donuts. Yeah. Hashtag inclusivity. Pastries are yeah. baked. 
brioche is not a pastry. Croissants are not pastries. Those are breads. Those are type of bread. Bread's not pastry. Are croissants fried? No. Uh, you They're can fry them if you want to. Do what that you want. It sounds like the difference. Pastries are, are baked. All this is going through Caden's head, I'm sure, as he's eating this. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. this is, this is this all is the what... inner monologue of Caden's Okay, head. that's, that's it. Pastry, Wikipedia. Pastry oh is a dough of flour, water, and shortening that may be savory or sweetened. But then the one site said a donut couldn't be a pastry because it was made with dough and not paste. Well, they were wrong. It's not pastry because it's fried. The French were patissier. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, this is the problem. It all goes back to France. France came up with this. France. And their definition was wrong and bad. Pastry can also refer to pastry dough, which is a specific type of dough from which a lot of baked goods are made. See, I'm seeing uh, uh, the pastry is differentiated from bread by having a higher fat content, which contributes to a flaky or crumbly texture. There you go. Brioche isn't flaky though, is it? Croissants definitely are. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, Caden, as you're there eating something that might be a pastry you don't know we it's don't filled, know the world doesn't know it's a mystery athanasius and flower walk and slither in oh hey guys you, Kaden, you smell that the the you pastry smell the it smells very i smell nice. pastry i smell smoke it's not from oh. my pastry oh our noses have, have probably adjusted for that we were the source of that oh what what what'd you do? We lit the house on fire. We, All right, is it is it still on pyre. fire? Or are we good? It's good. We, it's good. If we, you want well, to yeah. gust some smoke away when you have the chance, that would be nice. But no imminent threat. I mean, it's not like we have a window to gust the smoke out of. I have to have somewhere to gust it to. I mean, you could open a window into the dimensional void. I'm not that sure if probably that's a good wouldn't idea. kill us. Do we have windows? There are windows, but it's just blackness outside. Correct. Oh. I mean, I guess I could if you really want me to. Uh. Can I roll a check to see if I know have like any idea what would happen if he opened a window? Sure. Just roll me an intelligence check. <laughs> Straight Kyle's intelligence. just giving up on trying to get us to move along. <laughs> Four. I have no fucking idea. You don't know. You think it's a great idea. Great idea. Great idea. Are we sure? Aren't we in some sort of interdimensional rift of some sort? Yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't actually know what would happen if you open a window, but it probably wouldn't be good. Mm. Well, we're going to get some... The house has to have some kind of fresh air system, otherwise we would eventually suffocate anyway. Right. And the doors that open to other places... You know, with the key, and I hold up the key. Maybe it just fills with oxygen every time someone opens a door, and if and nobody opened a door for a certain amount of time, everyone would suffocate. What is oxygen? Uh, it It's the substance in the air that we actually need to live. You mean air? Uh, air is made up of a lot of different things. But How do you yeah. know this? <laughs> because I studied it at the university. It's very interesting. How? What were your grades in chemistry, dude? <laughs> what would I roll? 
<laughs> Nothing. Roll a d100, and that's your percentage grade. Okay. Yes! Yes! No, that's not fair, because there's a 50% chance he'll fail. More than 50% chance he'll fail. Not if we go by the British grading system. We're not going by British grading system. We're going by the Almerian grading system. And you don't know what that is. Okay, I have no idea what that is, so here we go. 54, apparently. <laughs> not great. <laughs> you didn't do very good in chemistry class. But see, that, like, according, like, according to stats, that's better than average, right? Like, if you're yeah. going by one out of a hundred. But that's true. Like, but that's may- better but than average. But that's not class. how that's not how we grade things in America. Is fifty percent better than average? We grade it. What? That is how these? they do things in Europe, I believe. Though I think this should be a curve. I think we need to <laughs> we curve this. Okay, 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 okay. Athens was graded on a curve in college 70, chemistry. I think that should equate to like a seventy-two percent. Sure, solid C, solid, solid C. Solid C. So he I got think in he chemistry. He learned what oxygen was. Oh yeah, no, he definitely did. Yeah, but he wasn't like super great at chemistry. Maybe he had to do some like extra practice sessions. That's all I'm saying. Well, we're getting uh, supplies to. Um... Get ready for our next excursion. Um, anything you want uh, packed, Caden? Um, and besides the normal supplies and maybe an extra lunch. Well, I'll make sure that you have uh, everything you need. You won't be hungry. Cool. I'll take another bite out of my pastry. According to this, a 53 on the European grading scale is listed as sufficient. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. What what do you want? Hogwarts grades? You got an A for acceptable. Yeah, pretty much, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So, um, what are the others doing? Are we uh, gonna have another get together before we leave, or? Uh, you don't see any sign of the others. Um, you're not quite sure what they're doing, except that uh, uh, Antonia and Gilbert seemed a bit miffed. And, like, they might be checking out the room upstairs. Other than that, uh, you don't know. It well, will rise I don't know that they're miffed. No, no, I'm just talking to the group collectively. Okay. That's that's what uh, you guys know. I'd like to make some cookies, Athen, if... Oh, to, my word. On the, the I journey? had completely forgotten about it and all of the craziness. Uh, are, are you sure that we have time to do it before we go to the basin? I... I know you really wanted to to get there as quickly as we could. I'd like a, uh, maybe a, a night to sleep before heading over there. I'd want to be, like Antonia said, prepared both physically and mentally. I don't want to rush in and make everything worse. So I think we have the rest of the day, at least. Okay. Getting, uh... Getting ingredients from the house might be a little bit interesting after we set it on fire, but let's uh, let's see what we can do. And I pull out uh, the recipe for Caius's cookies, Caius's cupboard cookies. Uh, Athen, why don't you make like three persuasion rolls, and um, we'll uh, we'll see how well you do getting the ingredients you need for the cupboard cookies from the house. I do actually have. a Plus two on persuasion, despite having a minus one in charisma. So there you go. Uh, 14. Okay. 
Natty 20 on the second Hot one. damn. Okay. And a second Natty 20? What the f- Oh, my All right. God. Wow. Uh, somehow, uh, the house, I guess, is just feeling really generous today. So uh, you get everything you asked for exactly the way you want it. So what kind of things go into these cookies? Uh, like uh, shredded coconut, uh, these... Uh, Dark chocolate chips, milk chocolate chips, butterscotch chips, and kind of, you need to, like, after they're baked, you sprinkle this, like, kind of special sugar over them. Oh, okay. And it kind of makes them nice and crispy. Oh, yeah, like that chunky sugar? Yeah. Okay, mm. cool. This is a uh, a carb-heavy episode already. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah. You uh, you get all the ingredients you need, and you can bake those cookies and cookie dough, obviously. Of course. Well, yeah. I mean, you're gonna we have need to the make ingredients the to dough. make the dough. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't want to make you roll for like each thing. Like, okay, now roll for chocolate champs. Like, no, roll, like that. that that's roll good. Roll for enough. eggs. Roll for flour. <laughs> for baking soda. Oh yeah. Oh no, you didn't get baking soda. You got <laughs> just salt instead. Uh oh. <laughs> Your yeast is past its expiration date. What are you going to do? Yeah. Who no, puts no. yeast in cookies? Oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know quiet. anything about baking. These are some rising cookies we're making, apparently. <laughs> Hot damn. Oh, I don't. Listeners, don't at me, okay? I don't bake. I'm gluten intolerant, so I just, I, I generally just don't, I don't do baked goods, so. It's definitely a, a flirty baking session, too, like. I'm like, oh, oh, you want to stir it like this to, you know, only just enough to, to mix it in. And I'll like, you know, take the spoon. Are you teaching me how to fold? Can... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess you don't do that with cookie dough. It's, that's more cake dough. But I'm going to say it anyway, just to have the excuse to like, you know, grab your hand and show you like, you know, the way to, to stir and stuff and uh, all that, that jazz. Is Caden yeah. still here? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Well, I'm definitely not ignoring you. Like I'll be um, uh, chatting with you too as we as we do this. But it's definitely <laughs> you can see the romantic undertones as we're baking cookies. Oh yeah, Caden picked up on it like three episodes ago or something. Right. Yeah, we were holding hands, I think, and Caden gave us yeah. a look like, uh huh. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> what are you chatting to Caden about as you make these cookies? Like, you know, oh, where did your uh, pastry come from? What sort of cookies are best with tea? And um, do you have any sort of Biscotti. special... Biscotti. Biscotti. I don't know any of those answers. Caden <laughs> does, though. Caden does. Caden <laughs> gives you the best recommendations. Okay. Wait, can I roll for recommendations on what kind of tea with cookies? No. Caden recommends <laughs> those, like, chocolate-covered biscotti that you can dip in your tea. Ethan, where did you say this recipe came from? Oh, um, so when I was at at the university, I had one professor that I worked with particularly closely. His name was Caius. Um, un- unfortunately, he was killed in the calamity. Um, but we, like many, many students, didn't really have uh, time to... to uh, cook for ourselves or bake for ourselves, at least not properly. So 
the reason these are called cupboard cookies is because he would just take whatever was in his cupboard and throw it into the cookie dough. Um, and they were always different, but there was this one time that he made them like this, um, and they turned out particularly tasty. And so that is the way that I always make them. Well, I I hope we make his his memory proud. I'm sorry you lost him. I'm I'm sorry too, but um he was the first one who came to me um after his passing, um and he's the one that set me on this path. And this path is what led me to you, so I guess it's not all bad. Oh, does he still speak to you? Not in a long time. Okay, that's a little spooky. It, uh, <laughs> it definitely gave me a bit of the scare the first time, yes. I, uh, I think I kind of try to, like, uh, kind of, like, wrap my tail around Flower's tail. Okay, yeah, I'll let that happen. This does smell a whole lot better than smoke. That's nice. <laughs> yes, it certainly does. How good are our cookies, Cloud? Two uh, natural 20s and the ingredients? Yeah, I would say they're, they're really made good. Made with yeah. a lot of gay love? Yeah, they're great. Perfect. Excellent. Caden, you have to try these. I uh, will try one. Nom. Caden loves them. <laughs> Perfect. All right, shall we go rescue Relish? Well, I think we are gonna, assuming we don't get evicted, uh, try to get a good night's sleep first. But yeah, we we should try to get a uh, an early night here. Lots lots of work ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, do we break for see bed you in the morn? Yeah, I think we break for bed. Okay, I want to take some cookies and go to Virginia's room. Okay, she's dead. <laughs> they forgot to put air holes in they the door. To feed in water. <laughs> Her room is full of smoke. Yeah, that's where the house sent all the smoke. It just polluted <laughs> it into her room. Oh boy! And then I have to have another funeral, and then it kills somebody else. Put it in the broom closet. I'm sure nobody's in there. (laughs) Oh my god! Turns out, turns out Casimir was in there. Oh Oh god! (laughs) No, the one with the with with Atlas, the Minotaur. Oh, oh, oh! Right. Yeah, I forgot you. Oh my god! Did you put him in a broom closet? Broom closet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Great. I forgot that you did that. This poor house. Well, this, yeah, you, um... It's a good thing we're all so charming. Yeah, I'm not sure you're charming enough, because every time you come here, you got Vertinia in one room, you stuck a Minotaur in a broom closet, you lit the conservatory on fire. It's not great. We have um, a cursed dagger that's probably just, like, constantly talking to the house in a Brooklyn accent. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, you don't know where that Come pot on, goes. You want to use that there. smoke to kill everybody? They're all so annoying. Just kill them all. Yeah, um, that could be a thing. Sure. 
Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, you can find Virginia's room pretty easily because no matter where it ends up in the house shuffle that happens every day, uh, it's got Crayon on the outside saying, uh, what was it exactly? Like, caution, prisoner, do not enter? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I knock and... Is it still locked? Uh, it is locked, yeah. Okay, I need to go find Antonia and get the key then, huh? Or, uh, yeah, or you could try to, I don't know. Oh, use the key that some I... some other way, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I try the, the key, the Gallimaufry key that I have. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't, it doesn't fit. Uh-huh. Um, that's, yeah, that one, it looks like its magic is, um, dissipated. Like, it was kind of like a one-time use, uh, like, turn into a key that leads to Gallimaufry, and then it's, it's sort of done. Oh. Yeah. Well, I certainly can't lockpick. <laughs> okay. So I need to go find Antonia and get the the key, yes? Uh, or find someone who can pick locks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going to go about this the above board way. Okay. Probably wise given that we're on thin ice already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think maybe as you... Um, uh, go through the halls, uh, looking to see if you can find somebody. Um, uh, you do, yeah, you do find Antonia. Uh, she looks like, um, she's not in the conservatory anymore. Looks like she's in a room that's more of, like, a study or a library. She's, uh, got a pair of, like, reading glasses on, and she's, um, uh, like, seated at a desk with a lamp, uh, turning through the pages of a book. Hey, Antonia. I was hoping to get the key to uh, Virginia, the our uh, prisoner's room. I want to check on her just for my uh, peace of mind. Oh, um, yes, of course. Uh, that's uh, that's fine. Uh, be careful, you know, as usual. Uh, and she uh, uh, reaches into a pocket and uh, fishes around for a little bit and. Uh, draws out a uh, a key that's smaller than the one that you had before from Artean and uh, hands it to you. Has she been be- behaving herself? Uh, yes, yeah. Um, I'm not always the one who uh, goes in to give her meals, but uh, she seems to be doing fairly well. Uh, you know, maybe uh, you'll have some success in talking to her. I don't know. I truly hope so. All right, and I'll go back and knock and open up the door okay uh you open the door and uh uh Virginia is there uh she looks different than last time you saw her um she's no longer wearing an absurd like oversized plumed knight's helmet that's good um, and she's no longer uh tied up or shackled in any way um she is uh also sitting in a, a chair that's sort of been set up for her um, on one end of the room and is sort of reclining, reading a book. Um, you can see uh, there's like a plate with sort of like the remains of her dinner that she was eating earlier, uh, sort of off to one side. She looks up as you walk in and uh, uh, sort of uh, her eyes widen a little bit in surprise. She hasn't seen you in a little bit. Hi, I'm still alive. Good to see you are too. <laughs> uh, flower. Um to what do I owe the pleasure? Just got back. Um, wanted to check in with you. And uh, here, I made cookies. Oh, um, 
All right. She uh, takes a cookie, gives you a short nod. I'm glad to see you're not uh, tied up anymore. This is a little more comfortable, I'm sure. (laughs) I've uh, earned a little bit of freedom due to good behavior, I think. That's good. (laughs) Feeling very awkward and uncomfortable, not knowing exactly how to bring this up. Um, Yeah, she's your prisoner, so I mean... Yeah. We were in a mm, place, it's a long story and I probably shouldn't tell you, but um, we found things that had been lost and I found these and I pull out the the tags that say um, Virginia Tamar and Virginia Sabiha Mm -hmm. and um, hand them over to her and I can't stop thinking about them. As she catches sight of the tags dangling from your open hand, she freezes, her eyes wide, and uh, sort of a half the half-eaten cookie sort of um, halfway to her mouth. Where did you find those? In a place where lost things came back. She reaches out for them. Uh, her hand is trembling as she reaches to take them. Yeah, I give them to her. All right, she takes she takes them and uh, sort of keeps them in her, her closed hand. Is that your sparring partner you told me about? Um, yes, these um, these these are mine. I I don't know why they would come to you. Because <sighs> I want to help you. I think. <laughs> Flower. I I have known you long enough now, I think, to know that you're genuine when you say that, but I don't think there's anything you can do to help me. I keep surprising myself with new found abilities and helping people. I'm not sure if that's true. There's no... <laughs> there's no magic that can put this right this isn't a matter of talents or abilities it's it's just the way things are what 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 is this i'm i'm not quite sure what you mean the, these tags these are um well this one she holds up the one that says tamar is mine Um, when I was young, I, uh, was raised as a soldier in the 5th Legion, and this was my military ID tag. Uh, this one, she holds up the, um, one that's almost been sliced in two that says Sabiha, was my commander's. She was the commander of the legion and I was her second in command and I was also her daughter I lost track of these um, some months after she was killed in battle sorry there's certainly nothing I can do to bring the dead back but 
No, there's, um, no one can do that. I just, I can't wrap my head around you losing someone and turning to this, this cult. I don't understand what they can do for you that... That's, that's not what happened. Um, I, after my commander was killed and the Legion dissolved, I struck out on my own as a mercenary, and I did not end up with the cult, which is not what they call themselves, until several months later. Um, I, I, I did not go to them for refuge. They found me, not the other way around. You were coerced? I was misled. Are you in, in danger because of them now? Mm. <laughs> Most definitely, probably. Um, if I was uh, not hidden here, this is a nice hidey hole. Uh, lucky that I'm here. Uh, if I was not, uh, I have no doubt that they would uh, hunt me down and probably kill me. Uh, unless they could find some further use for me. I certainly failed to get them the stone that they wanted so much. We've certainly got their attention as well, and they are after us. If if there's any information that you could give us that could help us, it would mean the world. I didn't ever know much. I was a uh, tool... Uh, rather than um, someone dedicated to their cause, um, I can tell you what they did. I can tell you who brought me in, and that's about it. I encountered them when I was in the city of Tremaine. Uh, a woman... Uh, Luciana, she called herself. I doubt that was her real name. Uh, approached me, uh, gained my confidence, uh, made promises she couldn't keep. Um, and then when she had reeled me in uh, to a great enough extent, um, gave me over to... I don't know what you would call them, the experimenters of some sort. And you, ever since you've met Virginia, she, uh, I mean, she's a fairly straight-laced person. And for the most of the time you knew her, she was always wearing her Rascal and Associates uniform, um, which I'm pretty sure she's still wearing. Um, although she's probably, you know, taken off all her armor and accoutrement and stuff like that. But... She's still got that, um, you know, that gray shirt and trousers. And it has a fairly, like, high collar that she's always kept buttoned up. And you see Virginia do something very uncharacteristic, which is she reaches up and starts to unbutton her shirt. Um, wow, and she... wow, wow. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't get that impression. She does it with the sort of crisp efficiency that she does everything. Um, there's nothing suggestive in the motion, but it is startling. You've 
never seen her do that before, even when you were sort of traveling with her. And uh, as she undoes uh, the buttons of her collar, uh, she pulls her shirt down just far enough to show you a, uh, there is a band of differently colored and textured skin that runs around her neck. Um, it is sort of a purplish gray color. It looks smooth and hairless uh, and like maybe even a little bit, not quite slimy, but just sort of like slick and shiny when you look at it. Um, does it, the slickness, does that look like the um, tattoo on no, Comet's back? No, the, and that was clearly a tattoo of ink or something like ink that had been put under the skin. Um, whereas this is clearly something that has replaced skin. It's like, almost like something else's skin has been grafted onto Virginia's neck in a, a band that goes all the way around. And you can also see um, very intricate uh, runes and um, other sorts of sigils that have been uh, done, uh, perhaps more in a sort of ink on that skin and the surrounding uh, human skin as well um, that sort of forms this, um, yeah, this band around the base of Virginia's neck. Uh, and she also uh, rolls up uh, one of her sleeves to show you um, similar tissue uh, at the top of one arm. I don't know what this is. They didn't it's tell me. Horrifying. It hurt a lot. Um, this, uh, they have people there who were um, experimenting to see what effects various things like this would have. I don't know the details. They didn't share them with me. I was mostly isolated. I didn't see any of the others. Um, just some of the ones who worked on me. I, that's... I, I don't really know what this is or how they did it. Um, I only know that after they did it, uh... That was when I started to be able to um, reach into people's minds. So there's that. And then after that, they sent me on my mission for them, which was to infiltrate Roskill and Associates and um, set up the uh, mission to explore the floating ruins and retrieve the Anima Stone which they desired for some other purpose. Can they con control you with that? No, no, that's uh, that's not what it's for. Um, it's not for them to control me. It's for um, enhancing my own abilities or um, giving me powers of some sort. And why did you... Why did you join them? What promises did this Luciana make? Uh, all the things I wanted. Uh, safety. Safety in numbers. Um, gold. It helps. Everyone needs to eat to live. She promised she could make me stronger. 
I suppose that was a promise she kept. I wanted revenge. On? On the man who killed my mother. Oh. I... I have to go. I... I... This has been a lot. Today has been a lot. Thank you for telling me. It, it really means a lot, and I want to help you, but I'm, um... I'm at my... I'm spent. I'm sorry. Good night. Good night. You don't owe me anything. Thank you. For these. She holds up the tags. I'll nod and leave the room and go work out a little bit before going to bed just to make sure I'm nice and tired and am able to sleep. Okay. <laughs> Are you doing like uh, four-armed pull-ups? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing like, the thing where I like curl up my tail around something and then like lay downwards and uh, do um, sit-ups, crunches upwards, Ooh. like in in the air. Cool abs. How do pull-ups work for you? Do you like have two separate pull-up bars for your two different arm lengths? <laughs> serpent folk gyms are wild. I'll tell you that much. Okay, and <laughs> and because not all serpent folk are like you either, right? So that's true. Not all of them have four arms. You were invited to go to a gym that specializes in people with more than uh, four limbs. So wasn't that in the one shot though? Yeah, it was in an alternate we timeline. Too busy Whatever. going down into the into and the sewers. It's canon. Yeah. Mike's gym totally exists. But our wonderful mustaches do not. Oh, alas. Alas. You'll have to try to find some uh, magical way to get mustaches or something. Joe. <laughs> hey Joe. <laughs> got hey, any Joe. magical mushroom powder? I mean, Got some magical I don't mus- think mustache that's exactly mushrooms. What you're, yeah, I think you meant mustache and not mushroom, because that's a different kind of uh, high you would be chasing <laughs> if you get my drift. It's a magic that's just troops. Joe's voice inside your head. <laughs> be like, no, no, you don't want mushrooms. Okay, we all go to bed. I think. I think we all go to yeah. bed. Okay. That's it for this week. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please give us a rating and review to help others join our adventure. You can find out more about the show and how to get in touch with us on our website, talesfromthetablecast.com. And you can find us on Twitter, at TableTalesCast. This podcast was edited by Cloud and Audrey and produced by Cloud. Special thanks to Matt Marshall for his awesome advice. Our theme music is 8-Bit Adventure by Adhesive Wombat. This is your Dungeon Master, Cloud, and I hope you'll join us next week on Tales from the Table.